We're back like we never left. It's the podcast that no one asked for, episode nine. Um, we've got a special guest tonight. He's also back uh, for now. Can't confirm if there's going to be uh, a return to the timeline or anything. Maybe we'll get into that. Um, but we wanted to bring back a legend from Jets Twitter who miraculously disappeared one day, and, and many people have missed him. Um, you know, I'm in a privilege to be in a chat with him, so I get to talk to him frequently as well as Kyle and Jordan do. Uh, Justin, Justin Cater, a.k.a. Keats, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, guys? I appreciate you guys having me on. That's uh, some kind words you said about me, um, but I'm no legend. You guys are the legends, man, having me on the <laughs> podcast. So I definitely appreciate that, man. Yeah, like I said, you know, I'm definitely in a group chat with you guys. So I just wanted to come on and support, man. This is awesome what you guys are doing. I love the show so far. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate that, man. So uh, the first thing that look, normally, obviously, you know, everybody knows the format of our show. We kind of go over certain popular topics and things. But today, because we have a guest like, like Keats on, we kind of wanted to just talk about a bunch of things that, you know, people may have missed on the timeline, ask him some questions. And just vibe with Keats. So that's what we're going to do. So the first thing is, is why do you leave our timelines? Oh, that's a good question, man. Um, honestly, I just got one day I was just decided to change it up. And I, I just wanted to kind of take a break from Twitter. And it kind of went longer than I expected. And I enjoyed kind of not having it. Um, I do miss the interactions with, you know, our little circle that we had. Um, but it, towards the end, it got a little bit, um, you know, just negative and it, it lost its fun, man. Like we're OGs of Twitter, man. I enjoyed Twitter from like 2009 all the way up to probably, I would say about 2017. And then I just felt like it just started switching more political, switching more negative and it lost its true essence of what Twitter was. And it started becoming Facebook. And when it started becoming Facebook, I just felt like it was my time to leave. I wanted to just kind of cut the cord. I'm not someone that I, I'm a big fan of doing the Irish goodbyes. Uh, so I just felt like that was the best way to kind of just bounce. Nice. So don't don't invite Keats out to anything, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, the funny thing is, man, <laughs> my, my, my friends in real life would say that I've tried to get better in my older age. But uh, in my 20s, I would definitely be the dude that you would just be like, where'd I go? That's a vibe, man. That's a vibe. So um, before we um, had you on this week, and uh, my bad, uh, Paulie, for taking over here. Uh, no, we no, decided, that's, we're vibing. We're vibing. Do what you got to do. That's what we're doing. We decided to host a little Ask Keats on Twitter. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and, well, I'll go ahead and try to read off some of the questions we received. If I can find them, because for some reason, when you when you yeah. window, when you lock your phone, it yep. then scrolls everything back up to the start. It's even the worst. It's criminal. Well, see, like Ask Keats is going to be a lot better than Ask Jude because you're going to get <laughs> we're going to get actually the questions are going to matter. And so are the answers. So it's not going to be just a, a response of uh or are you done? <laughs> we're actually going to have good questions oh, and good answers. All right. So here we go. First question. From at Fabi Wabi, should the Tar Heels move on from Dagum Roy? Oh, that's my guy from Providence. Uh, honestly, I would say no. Um, I'm a Roy Williams is probably my all-time favorite coach any sport, and he can stay as long as he wants. Uh, being a Jets fan my whole life, you know the Tar Heels are the only team that actually ever gave me joy and happiness. Uh, so as long as he wants to be here, I'm never going to kick a coach out that I've actually seen three titles. We lost one at the buzzer, but four championship trips, numerous uh, final fours, uh, countless players I've actually loved to watch. So he can stay as long as he wants. And shout out to my man from Providence. Hope he's doing well. I love that. I love that. So we're going to go into the next one. This is a softball. I have two hard ones coming up, but this is the softball oh, no. question. I'm scared of these questions, man. Does Keats still love Seattle? Yes, I do. My best friend still lives out there. I try to go out there. Um, I haven't been out there since COVID, but I'm going to try to go out there now that the world's opening back up. Uh, but yes, definitely one of my favorite places I've ever been. Great food, weather, not so great. Uh, but if you love sushi <laughs> and also if you love uh, 
the herbal life. It's definitely a great place to be. I love that. And that was the from herbal at, life. That was from <laughs> at Nowona, just so everybody knows. At Nowona. All right. Shout out to you. Appreciate the question. All right. Now we're we're moving we're moving right along. And we we had Raj. I don't know if you know Raj, but Raj is kind of a I don't know if he's a legend in Jets Twitter right now, but he's he's something, right? People are following him. He's, he's notorious. He's, he's notorious. notorious. That's oh, he's the uh, he's the scout, right? The, he's the, the he's scout. the Jets he's insider. He's the, Jets Jets insider. the other Jets yeah. insider. We didn't get he's to get legend, him on, bro. He, he needs to be on here, man. He I know in the group chat. Uh, that's what we're trying <laughs> to get in the chat. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying. Is we're trying. Kick somebody out, so we're thinking Jude, dude's Jude go. moves with an iron fist. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put, if Jude doesn't watch the Hangover by the end of the summer, we're kicking Jude. There out. we go. I mean, Jude hates when someone gets his clout. You know, that's why he doesn't want him in the chat. He's afraid. So his first, he is man. His first question is: Which podcast host group is better? No one asked for pod or me pod or middle initial pod. I keep saying me pod. Me well, pod. I mean, what the hell are they like a fucking like? I don't even me pod. Well, I mean, I, I got to go with this one because me and Kyle bring it back to the takes and tender. So that's yes, old school for people, man. Sir. Nostalgia, baby. That was the five episode episodes. banger. Takes five and episodes. tenders. That's yeah, a, man. So does yeah, everybody remember when I that, made the Jets Twitter recap website? Yes, no, I, I do. I was oh on my there. god, holy shit! I completely forgot about that. Yeah, uh, dude, that's like 2011, bro. That was that's man, that's that's bringing it way back. That's how I got my one and only follow from Drew. If anybody remembers back when Drew we had the yeah. four horsemen of Jets Twitter, and getting a follow was like the, the holy grail. Oh my god, I was such a simple dude. That's back, back when uh, <laughs> the true legends that real Jets Twitter knows about yep. the man, uh, Hank downtown uh, or not downtown excuse me down in florida who bought oh, those hank. budweiser's that one day yeah and was <laughs> was giving out his phone number for people to call him and try to fight him <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> i think matter of That's fact i wild. think hank called me at my office at the time i wouldn't doubt it man somebody he he found out because the office i worked at obviously we had a website or whatever he called me on my desk phone and i just oh remember God. i just remember answering the phone and he was like oh my god bro it's hank from jets twitter and i was like what <laughs> it was like the most random thing ever and then he just hung up was he the one who spoiled star wars for everybody yes that yes. was yep, <laughs> yep it was golly it was. that dude was a uh i mean i remember he used to uh remember tenor used to do the uh jets after dark or no the graveyard shift yeah he wanted to stay up and tweet with them that guy man we just had some weird we had an interesting eclectic group group man on this on this app i we I, can't forget hans too oh, we can't hans, forget yeah. our oh, furry man. friend hans oh, oh, kill hans. oh my god <laughs> How, do you talk to Bro. tanner anymore or is like no i um, i haven't seen him man that guy he was he was uh what was it uh what we call Jets uh, Twitter North Carolina or something? It was like me, him, Jude, but we never claimed him. And then we had Jess, <laughs> and Jude. I thought claims you know, Jude. Nobody time, claims Jude. The first I, time Jude, he randomly tweeted me when he came on there. Hi, my name's Jude. I also live in Raleigh and like the Jets. <laughs> and I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> I don't know if you know Keats. Is that uh, Jess is no longer part of Jets Twitter? She's uh, she's a Falcons fan through and through now. Oh man. Yeah, she gets but she, she should advise her better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, I thought you were gonna ask him if he still talked to Hans, and I was like, I didn't realize oh. he actually talked to Hans. <laughs> no, I, the only only reason I brought it up is because I remember uh Tenor was like, you know, everybody knows, you know, you know, our boy, man. He was he was the king. He started Jets Twitter sadness. Uh, he started all that shit, and then I was just like, "Damn, yo, what, whatever happened?" To him? Nobody ever knows what happened to him. By the way, anybody who's close to him is just like, "Oh no, he did the he did the Irish goodbye before Keeter did." I, yeah. yeah, I've asked a few people, and like nobody has any idea, and I don't know if anybody talks to him or not. But I've heard the funny thing about uh, Tanner nothing. was uh, he would live tweets all the Sixers games when they <laughs> sucked, like during the entire process. And now they're good, and, and now they're good, and he's nowhere. <laughs> yeah. He used to live tweet uh, Survivor in people's yes. mentions. Yeah, that was and, so good. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh my God, these are this is we're bringing back some memories. I love man. it, dude. I love it. That's why I'm glad I'm, I'm glad that we had you on because I mean, just bringing up this old stuff. Like I even forgot about the the Jets recap website. Yeah. Like I completely forgot Jets, about that. Uh, 
what was it, that time they did the Jets uh, uh, Photoshop challenge and everyone was Photoshopping <laughs> that uh, Santonio Holmes picture? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did somebody and this is this is this is somebody just did the tip right? Does anybody, does anybody remember that? Somebody just photoshopped a face yes. on the tip. Yeah. Oh gosh, there's gonna be so many people listening to this podcast that are gonna be have, like, they're gonna what have the no hell idea. Are these freaking guys talking <laughs> no about? idea. And that's the yeah, problem no. with Twitter now, man. Is like I feel like yeah. a boomer, right? Like, like tw- Twitter now is just like a bunch of people. It is, man. They take it their is. shit way too seriously about the Jets. And I'm just kind of like, yo, sh- shut up, dude. I don't care. And you didn't even get to, like, be a part of it when we were good. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. That, on here, like, that run. And, like, arguing over four and 12 teams, man. Like, <laughs> that run from, like, is fucking terrible, bro. That 2009 to, like, 2000, I don't know. Until the Tebow game. Until the Tebow. Yeah. And then until when uh, the dude, the salsa dancer killed us. And it's Christmas oh, Eve. Victor Cruz. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's when we ended, when man. We've hell. never been back. That, yeah. that Christmas Eve game still gives me oh. bad feelings, man. And every time I yeah. see a highlight from that game, it's just – it's like that's that was the death of Rex Ryan. That was yep. it. Yeah. I was at that game with a bunch of Giants fans. Of course you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. That's right. just disgusting. We're going to get back um, on track with Ask Keats. Hold on. Hold on, Paul. Well, hang on. I got one question for Keats since we're on oh. kind of the topic of the timeline I wanted to get right. in. So – we know that, you know, people have burners. People get caught. Oh, boy. Do you have one <laughs> to monitor the, no. the, the silliness or no? I don't have a burner, but I do randomly just, uh, especially when you guys in the chat, yeah, you'll, you'll send, send links, links so, so I can, I can uh, uh, just, go just go back in and track it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So, so you do monitor a little. Okay, that's good to know. I do. I got to, you know, I got to keep tabs on my guy, Drew, man. He tends to still uh, run, run the entire organization. So I always like to go and uh, see who's arguing with him, see who we're going to take he's, in the draft. So I don't, I don't know if you know this now, but he's got, he's amassed a, a I, I checked one day and I was just like, how does he have 10,000 fucking followers? Yeah. Like he has, he has a following and anytime he tweets me, I just get ripped apart with notifications from a bunch of his spot. Like he has like a, yeah. a, a goon squad that like anytime he tweets, you're like, yes, the sir, anti-ADA. Drew. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir, Drew's Drew. hilarious though, man. I always like Drew. He found me like, cause he basically found me. Then he put all these logo Twitters on me thinking I actually made rational tweets about the jets. Then have all these people <laughs> just arguing with me and I would I, never respond. Cause I, I hated going, I hate typing on a phone. So like I can never go back and forth in an argument on Twitter, and you're just at some point you're like, dude, I'm just tired of typing on my phone. Please I, leave me alone. My favorite so- thing is when when Keats would he'd fire off a bunch of tweets, and I like I felt like I was well versed in Keats because like he'd fire off a bunch of tweets and they wouldn't make sense, but <laughs> I started to understand them to make them make sense. Yeah, but you, uh, the guys, only thing I go ahead. you guys know that Jude was always the first one to either respond to him or quote to him or like well, actually, always bro and, Jude, always. and he would never get a response from him. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> bro, I was, one thing i will have to say about this is i was listening to the podcast that uh, drew was on with uh jude's podcast in case and jude had the nerve to think that the jets twitter sadness was made because of him man and I was like, bro, relax. Because we were a bunch of sad sack of shits, bro. That was <laughs> like, bro. We, I, my account's gotten better, but back in the day, man, I was terrible. I look back on it now, and I'm just like, yo, I used to tweet some fucking foul ass shit, bro. Like, oh, yeah. Well, like, at least you're aware. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's another thing. Now is like, people be they'll dig shit up, man. Like, I, if you're famous now, you got to basically just delete your account and start <laughs> over, man. Like, if I was an agent and I had any of these guys coming in, I'd be like, your account ends today. Tomorrow, you're going to start a new one. You'll amass followers once you get uh, drafted. But all that shit that you were – because imagine people today getting drafted in, in this year's draft. They had Twitter oh. when they were, like, 10 years old. Yeah, yeah I'm worried about when Zach – as, as, as soon as Zach Wilson is drafted, <laughs> I'm hoping they've advised him to scrub his shit because as soon as he's drafted – because there, there is – we expect – him to be drafted by the Jets, I ex- fully 100% expect him to be the pick. But there's people out there that don't like him specifically for certain things, politics or whatever, and they hate him already for that. And obviously that's your prerogative and people can do that. But there's people out there that want to see him fail just based on that. 
So I hope his account is clean as can be come draft night. I'm not going to lie to you. That ain't happening. You know I, that ain't happening. I'm going to lie to you. I, I, I like – you know, stalked him a little bit. He seemed like a squeaky clean kid, to be honest with you. He was probably not. He probably doesn't say dumb shit, but he. De- I, I, don't, I definitely assume he was just a kid who grew up in a in a neighborhood where he just doesn't know any better, bro. He's he's probably just that. You know, oh my dad likes uh, Trump. I'm gonna like Trump. It's probably one of those things. I'm yeah, for sure. I, I just, you know, I, I was just looking at it. He just seems like a kid who who got home before curfew and just minded his business, but he just didn't learn anything either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. What I'm saying? Oh, Somebody... yeah. he's done... <laughs> no, he's probably just someone that uh, I mean, he grew up in a bubble, man. Like, that's but... exactly what I was going for. Because if you if if you grew up in like a melting pot community, right, and you meet somebody who grew up in a bubble, like you hear some of the shit they say, and you're just like, what? <laughs> you're just like, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jordan and Paulie are way too quiet. I'm feeling uncomfortable on my end. Oh no, you no, you're, you're good. Now you're guys good. having a conversation. <laughs> I feel like I said no. some shit that's going to get me canceled. Just, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, they're over here like, God, damn it. God damn Kyle, it. Since it's, since it's kind of an open discussion this week, I'll let you talk more. We're actually auditioning Keats to take your spot here. I love <laughs> it. All right. So, Keats, let's let's continue the ask Keats. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll get himself canceled before. No, I lost it. Oh, no, I didn't lose it. Okay. Um, so continuing on the path, uh, banned by pores is his at. Oh um, my God. I know, <laughs> I know you, he said, how many women can Jude truth handle at once? Jude, I would say he probably, Hmm, that's a tough question. Now, are we talking about just handling as in speaking to them? Because or? if you're talking, I think Jude is one of those guys that probably is a low key freak, but he oh, yeah, has, yeah. but uh, be putting it down. He's afraid. Tell. All you need to get Jude is some Patron, and if he had a, if he was hanging out, we could get a couple shots of Patron in him. I Goodness think no! Take down too. Goodness no! But, oh, if, he has one, if he has two shots yeah. of Patron, he would <laughs> maybe die. Keith, I'm going to need you to tell everybody what you tell the chat about Jude, about him being on the timeline and him in real life. There's two totally different people. Is that right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Jude, I tell Jude all the time, man. He just needs to act like he does on Twitter to them chicks that are all over him and, and not be Jude in real life. If he can just be Jude on Twitter in real life and actually drink a little bit and lose his, like, um, I don't know, whatever you call it, you know, your, um, your inhibitions. Or yes, whatever. that's His, the word. Sorry, I wasn't blank there for a second. Has, inhibitions. Yeah. He would be it because all them hoes love him, dude. There's a reason I <laughs> talk to him. And a lot of chicks see that innocence that he has and will just be like, yeah, I'm, that's a challenge to me. I'm trying to take this kid's soul. But he don't listen to me, man. I've been telling Jude for a long time to do many things. He doesn't listen to any of them. No, he doesn't. What we've learned about Jude over time is he's very stubborn. He's he he let like he he can literally straight up tell you I think that's great advice, and then absolutely use none of it. Absolutely use <laughs> yeah. none of it. And it, you just got to tell Jude not to do something, and then I, he will do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting tired of him posting uh, stuff from Twitter in the chat. We're just like, bro, they, like clearly that girl likes you. Can you just talk to her? And like, oh goodness, no, that girl doesn't like me. I don't know what to touch preposterous poppycock. Well, one of the things that we are all sick of is him constantly tweeting about Sam Darnold. So yes. oh boy. we know, we know what he thinks about Sam Darnold, but I think a lot of people who have not been able to read Keats's tweets want to know what he thinks about Sam Darnold. I was a big fan when Sam got drafted, um, but the, you know, we all know what happened. The Jets kind of, the Jets did him dirty. He didn't help himself um, as well, but it sucks, man. It's just another one that we've ca- we've had the cast aside. You know, you got to start the clock over with the um, – it just comes down to it. Do you want to guarantee another year of him or do you have to restart the clock? And when you have a GM, it's not his pick. It's not the coach's pick. Uh, so, you know, we got to – it sucks. He's got to go. I wish, it, wish he was different. You know, like we all, we all were there when he got picked. We were all excited about it. Um, there was – glimpses you know there was that texas i remember the texans game i remember watching the packers game his rookie year 
when he went against Aaron Rodgers and just seeing a kid that had a, like had a lot of traits that we've never seen before. I mean, imagine if we had Sam in 2009 and actually had a real team and then we decided to give him gaze and it's a wrap, man. And I, I feel bad for him, but you know, that, you know, we all know how the fans are. If he comes back next year, they're going to be booing him in training camp. Uh, it just, it sucks, man. But once the, once the media and once the, kind of general consensus turns on you. It's just like the movie gladiators, man. Once you lose the crowd, it's tough to get back. And um, I don't know much about this kid, Zach Wilson. I do remember watching his, watching a game, that USC game. Um, and I, but I don't really watch BYU football. I pretty much only watch football that's played in the South. Um, but, you know, we'll see, man. I know you guys probably think the same, but it sucks, man. I like Sam. He's a good kid, man. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I, no, I agree. It's 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 a shitty situation. You know, again, like you said, you know, he he hasn't helped himself, but also the Jets didn't help him, and it's it's that perfect storm where you know it's time for them to move on because the GM can't tie himself to Sam and hope he keeps his job. He's got to swing for the fences and hope Zach Wilson's it. That's, exactly. I'm just tired of seeing these highlights of these players, bro. And I'm just like, yo, we had the same thing with Sam Darnold. Like, I'm just tired. Like, if the Jets don't bother to help him, it's just going to be the same freaking cycle over and over. And we're going to keep talking about, like, we, the Jets need to get a guy who can't be ruined. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the same thing with, like, the Dak and you have Aaron Rodgers and all these other players who, like, beat the system that's that's what the, the Jets need to eventually luck into that. I think my one thing I do like about this Wilson kid is he's not going to come in and be anointed. Like a lot of people are either going to be like, we want to keep Sam or I don't really trust this kid from BYU. So when he comes in, he's actually going to have more of a, you got to prove you don't suck. Uh, where a lot of our former quarterbacks, you know, even Sanchez, it was, you know, you had to, he was anointed, you know, Gino, he was definitely not, um, but he showed something early, but you know, Sam came in, everyone was already like, okay, this guy's it. And he kind of got a pass. I'm not saying he, it wasn't earned, but this kid, Wilson, if he comes in, you know, majority of the fan base is either going to want fields, somebody else, or they're going to want Sam. So Wilson's going to come in and he's not going to have hundred percent support. And I think that actually might be a benefit for him where he actually has to prove he doesn't suck. Uh, before he kind of gets the praise of, you know, being the next one. But everyone talks about it. If he comes out his first game and throws three touchdowns, you know, everyone's going to love him. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, you know, the the saying is – well, the the thing with getting a quarterback, right, is like it's not just how good he does in the beginning. We need to – we're going to talk about that three-year plan uh, with the Jets. Like, so – there's a famous saying, and you've probably heard no it. more resets, no more resets. Yeah. So there's a famous <laughs> saying with quarterbacks is I don't, I don't care what they do in the first two years. It's what they do in that third year. Um, Cause there's going to be tape, right? So if Zach comes out, he lights up the league this year and the next year I'm, I'm, I'm going to be excited, but it's going to be that third year, man. Like that's the one that's going to tell us the tale of Zach Wilson uh, on the jets. So um, I would, I would like to enjoy a uh, good quarterback play for a little bit. So hopefully, you know, they win a super bowl for once. Of, for once so yeah, I guess can we, can we also just have like not only good quarterback play. I mean, they, they kind of go hand in hand, but like good football too. Like that would be yeah. really nice. I, That's how I, I always I start the season, man. Just, can we not be boring yeah, and then yeah. go from there? Like chiefs fans, Packers fans, they go in like, can we win a super bowl? Oh my God. Like, dude, we literally start at, can we actually have play meaningful games after veterans day? And then it's, can we not be boring? And Hey, maybe we might get lucky and we might actually play a game after Thanksgiving that has some sort of uh, uh, meaning or, you know, but it lasts for what's since uh, Fitz is crazy ass year. It's just been like the season's been over in October. Yeah. And it's just hard to, to kind of like every year by Halloween is what I say. That's that. It, yeah. It's the truth. I couldn't even tell you and the last time there was an exciting game. Like, I guess Fitz this year, right? Like that Patriots yep. game was probably one of the last most exciting games. This year was dreadful. I don't know. It was terrible. I it was so hard to watch. Like you just, I think I tuned out most of those games this year than I've ever tuned out in my life of Jets. And like they kind of, they ripped the fun out of the season, right? Like I couldn't even, I couldn't even, like I couldn't even turn on another game without watching a team perform better 
in the 30 seconds that I've seen with the Jets all year. And it's just like, dude, this is terrible. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it is uh, extremely terrible. And it's boring. The worst part is it's boring. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't have much ex- expectations for the Jets. I'm not someone that, you know, expects a lot, but just don't be boring because at some point, especially during, you know, we all went through COVID and how much it sucked. It just makes you realize, like, why do I, why am I investing this into uh, something that is so boring? Yeah. Like, just don't be boring. And that's all my goal is. And if Zach is not boring, dude, that's, and then we might have an offensive coordinator. Like, I remember I was reading something that's like, the Jets shouldn't assign this, the, who, who we uh, paid to be our offensive coordinator. We shouldn't have done that because if he's good, he might get a head coaching job. I was like, that might be the best thing that ever happened to us. Like, no yeah. one, you know what pro I mean? Football like, talk. can we sign up for the that? Geniuses at Pro Football Talk <laughs> yeah. said that. Yep. I remember reading that. I was like, can we sign up for that? Yeah. Like, I would gladly sign up to have an offense where another team was like, wow, we might actually want that. And so, what was the like, last time had... that's happened with the Jets? I don't think, I feel like that's never happened, right? Like, I don't no. think people have been poached from the Jets. Like, nobody, it hasn't happened. Um, I don't it... believe anybody, um, anybody from Rex's staff was hired because they were good. Um, as a head I know coach, Shoddy went up. Yeah, Shoddy went up. He on. had interviews, and but, he, but I mean, the, the first guy we had for Sam, they came out of the woods, fresh off tripping off mushrooms. Man, it's like, <laughs> how where do we find these guys? And then we had, I don't, know, I forgot what that guy's name was, the little Munchkin guy that Gaze had. And uh, I mean, Cal we Morgan. were, te- yes. How, I just want to know. I just wish I could have been in the interview and watched Adam Gaze and how he. How he convinced the Jets that he was like worthy of the job. It was the like Peyton that. Manning phone call. That's what yeah. it was. Peyton Manning called and Christopher Johnson got Google eyes and was so excited. It was probably a Zoom call. And probably Christopher Johnson Zoom. came in his pants. And then th- that's what it was. That's I, that, oh, that's that's just, no doubt in my mind. I just think they didn't know any better. The the like I don't I don't think Chris or Woody know football very well, so they just kind of led astray. And you had Mike McCagnan at the wheel too. He didn't know anything about football. That's why I think this time around, because Joe Douglas, I think the best thing that came from Adam Gase's era was the Joe Douglas hire. Oh, no doubt about it. And I, I, I could tell from this guy, like he knows what he's doing. And I can't tell you the last time I felt that about the Jets, where they had somebody in charge that knows what the fuck they're doing. Um, but like he did the interview. That's why I feel so good about the Robert Sala hires. I guarantee you this guy is going to be a good football coach. Um, Uh, So I I just completely lost my train of thought, Uh, but that's, that's I agree. I mean, I think uh, the coach from the defensive coordinator coach, we got Sala. He's just a football guy. He reminds me a lot of a college coach. You know, he has that energy and you need like in the pros that's, I mean, after the, since the jets have been sucking for so long, I've really started, getting back and enjoying college football more. And you see that there's just so much more like joy from the coaching staff and from the players. And that's what our team lacks. No one like our team is just a bunch of, you know, paycheck guys that, and I wouldn't, I would do the same, you know, they come into the season and know they're going to suck. And once the season goes bad, they just completely just check out. Yeah. And that they need to, they need to get back. You know, that's what one thing we liked about the Rex era, right? There was a lot of energy. He was a good energy head coach, but the problem is he just talked too much. And I think that's what the good thing about Salah is, is he's a guy who's just, he's going to just fire you up. And that's, yeah. I think all the jets need somebody who knows what they're talking about. And he fires the team up that they go out on Sunday and they play exciting electric football. And that's just what we were talking about earlier. We want to get back to that. We need to get back to exciting, electrifying, Freaking tingling, yeah, tingling in your ball sack football. Whoa, exactly. Cal- calm yeah. down, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Jeez. What are you doing over there, yeah. dude? A promo? <laughs> Holy <Wow>. moly. <laughs> Sorry, Woo. I got fired up. I, I, I'm, I'm pitching a pants tent over here just thinking about Jeez. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, then we're going to let Jordan ask a question finally and why you calm down over there. Are you yes. sure? Are you sure? Okay, Kyle, are you good over there? Or like, you, you need water or something? Or? Oh, I'm good? good. I'm feeling good. Okay. Hey, so I'm gonna like kind of trail off on the on the Jets a little bit. I'm gonna yeah, because Keats, I know you're a big Hurricanes fan now. Like, oh yes, know. I well, am. So just you know, tell me what it's like. Like, how do you like going to the games and everything? Because I know that they got you know such passionate fans and everything. So tell me like what it's like down there with with like Hurricanes fans and everything. I, okay, yeah, definitely. I've, I've actually been a Hurricanes fan pretty much since they came back because I always felt like they're the only um, team we have here in Raleigh. Yeah. And I was like, I got to support a team here. 
And the fans here, man, they've just been starved. We actually have a hockey fan base here, but they've sucked from 2006 until two years ago. Uh, And now they finally did it right where they have legitimate young players. You know, we have Aho, Shvetsnikov, Chabo, Taravainen, Nikas, um, and we have a real coach. And like that, the fans here, you know, they love the team. And we were almost, I mean, we were about to lose the team, man. And basically, I always say Rod Brendamore saved the entire franchise. And And I don't. Is like cool that uh like Brenda Moore is like a Hurricanes guy too like he won a couple exactly with them too so like him a, coming back and doing all this got to be pretty cool for you guys it, it's awesome man and he's like like just as someone that loves sports just he's just an awesome coach like yeah. no matter the sport you're in like that dude is a leader and the team loves him man and they're just for so long like the beginning runs of the Hurricanes like the first time they lost to uh, Detroit. There was a lot of players that they bought or older players on their last leg. Yeah. Um, but now I feel like they actually, through sucking for so long, like developed a real uh, team that fans can love with young players and young stars. Mm-hmm. And they have something here, man, where they could be good for the next five to 10 years. Oh, but yeah. it's up to our owner. And he's, if he does, if he screws this up, then, you There's know, no they deserve back. to lose the team. Yeah. yeah. Because the fans here, they love like people say like you know we'll, we'll always get a bad mouth and that's one thing I do love about the Hurricanes is when we go to the playoffs because playoff hockey man is it's fucking awesome dude oh, that's probably like my it. favorite sport I've ever gone to there's nothing uh, like it man there all. isn't dude and I'm not a huge hockey fan but I watched enough where I I know like I, I I can know what's going on I don't know the strategy of hockey but I I know enough and when you go and then we'll play like Boston or we used to play New Jersey. And the other fans, and you'll come down and they'll like just talk shit to us because we're a basketball area, and we're like, dude, we're still beating you in the sport you love, man. So that's that's what I love. I, I went to 06 when we beat, I think it was Edmonton. That's right, we beat Edmonton in the Stanley Cup, yeah. and they were tell. I remember we were tailgating with people from Edmonton, and they told us it was cheaper to fly from Edmonton to Raleigh to go to the game than it would be to go into Edmonton. But uh, yeah, man, we gotta. Like this year, I think they're the, like the second most points in the league. When I checked this morning, they beat yeah. Tampa last night, man. Yeah, they so came back I'm and excited, beat Tampa. man. Yeah. They have a like they have players on their team that are fun. They're young, and you start if you go to enough like like my boss had uh, season tickets before COVID happened, and just you start going to enough games, you start you know you get a. Uh, um, you know, you start knowing the players and you start, it, it makes it easier to root for. And mm-hmm. so I'm excited, man. I think they have a chance. They do. You know? They have a chance to be like almost like a, a dynasty and everything. Cause they've just drafted so well over the, the past few years. And they're fun too. Like you talked about the jets before being like a boring team. They're, yeah. They're fun. Like you can go on, like I can sit there and watch them and be so entertained by, by the whole team. Like Dougie Hamilton's a stud. Yeah. Svechnikov's good. Like they just, even uh, they uh, signed uh, Jesper Fast, who used to be on the Rangers. Another, you know, great player too. Like the guy they got from, uh, yeah, and the guy they got in the trade last year from uh, Florida has been really good. Trocheck. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're they're top they're top to bottom. They're just they're and I feel so like good. they're getting like an a they're getting an identity. Like yes, they're starting to find and it's crazy, man, because they were on the ropes for a long time because I mean we literally we won the Stanley Cup. We sorry, the Hurricanes won the Stanley Cup. And, uh, <laughs> he did it. He said, we. "Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan's gonna hate me." We won the Stan- They won the Stanley Cup in 06. and then they literally like sucked for a decade. And you know, it's hard to go to a. And the only thing that kept them alive, where uh, you know, where I live, is a lot of uh, transplants. So when the Rangers would come in town, or the Devils, or the Flyers, or the yeah. Bruins, it'd be ninety ten. And the Rangers slow- have a big fan base down there. Hell, I mean, I mean, I'm from New York. It's, it's <laughs> this whole area is built from Northerners, yeah. Yeah. you know. But it's slowly coming around, you know. Where it's still, when you go to a Hurricanes game, when the big teams come in, you'll still, it's still probably 50-50 in there. Um, but if they can keep winning, it will start coming back. Yeah, you know, I love everything the Hurricanes have done. Just whether it's drafting or signing or trades or whatever it is, like. I'm just I'm, I'm a big fan of the Hurricanes just in general. Obviously, I'm a big Rangers fan, but watching them has been so entertaining. So I can imagine like down there and 
uh, in Raleigh, it's got to be pretty fun for, for the fans down there too. So exactly. Yeah. So now we all know you're a big Tar Heels fan too. You know, what are your thoughts on the season? Obviously they got bounced early by uh, Wisconsin in the tourney this year. You know, what are your thoughts on this season? And like, what are your thoughts on the, in the future of the, the Tar Heels too? The Tar Heels are in a huge crossroads right now, man. Um, Roy, he's my guy, dude. I, I love Roy. He's probably my favorite coach of any coach of all time. You know, I, I watched him and he's brought me probably more joy than anyone, but he is, I hate to say it. He's kind of turned into Bobby uh, Bowden and his style of play and how he coaches is not, doesn't really drive well with kind of the new up and coming AAU style. So Mm -hmm. I really think the next, I don't see him coaching for more than three years. I think the last two years put a lot on him. And, you know, this year uh, they sucked. Last year they sucked. Um, but this year he dealt with a lot of kind of in-house turmoil. And, you know, they're dealing with behind-the-scenes transfers and players not wanting to be there. And he's just not someone – he's old school, and he's not going to be someone that's going to pamper to the younger kind of kids the way you have to. Right. Um, right. So you I just feel like – Yeah, and he yeah. – he wants a team full of old. I mean, every team that he's won with is going to be juniors and seniors. Um, but the type of talent he wants not going to stay around. And if I was Roy, man, I would retire this year uh, just because what's the yeah. point, man? You're over 70. You've got a ton of money. You basically you won three rings. You won countless games at Carolina. You're a legend because the funny thing is about Tar Heel fans is he's always not going to get the respect because of Dean Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, he's has a better legacy you know dean smith was a great coach he built carolina basketball um but if you look through the history and the talent that dean smith had he should have won more um but it's kind of um down here like people just don't give roy his due and you know now dealing with like the transfers and pampering i just i don't see it man and most of the fans when he leaves there because i'm old enough to remember like Carolina was at one point eight and 20 and after Dean Smith left and they're God awful mm-hmm. and they're on a, they're on a collision, you know, they're on this kind of path where they were going to become Indiana um, or how UCLA is now, you know, just right. old blue bloods that, that lost right. their juice. Yeah. And, and he came back and he saved the program, man. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, I hope he retires, man. Cause I don't want him to go out, um, where he's kind of forced out versus because right. he's like an he's earned wake up kind of thing. Exactly. And, you know, fans, it, college as I've gotten older, like I used to be very passionate and I still love the Tar Heels, but mm-hmm. when you get older, it's hard to care. Um, care is a word and also like really get mad at like 18 to 20 or yeah. one year olds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, bro, they're young kids, man. They're not getting paid. They gave me so much joy. It's like, I, I try to, but it, it's just this day and age with like college sports. It's crazy, man. Like, and it, it just how it's, it's so money driven now, like even yeah. from high school, like if you're a high schooler, you got to pick your sport by like basically eighth grade. And then their parents are just forcing them to play and hope, and everyone's going to make the pros and right. majority of kids aren't. And if you see the, the teams left in the tournament now, it's all, older teams with few to really not many guys that are going to play in the NBA that yeah. play together and love and love playing with each other. That's you know? a great and, point. Yeah. And like, you know, look at, I mean, Duke, Duke used to dominate with that exact team. And then K kind of sold out. He started right. using Nike and getting all those, you know, those elite players. And he, he can't other than 15 where he kind of lucked into it. He shouldn't have won. Um, right. You know, he, he had Zion and he couldn't even make a final four. Yeah, this yeah. Listen, I'm a big K criticizer too, so I I can assume that you are too, and I, I agree. And it's Duke. like, yeah, Fuck I hate and I Duke. hate Duke. I hate Duke. <laughs> I hate Duke so much. I will hate them forever until I'm dead. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right, and they always have the top three, top four. Like, uh, hey, Jordan, I hate to cut you off, but uh, forever and until I'm dead are two separate timelines there. So 
Uh, which one all are you right. going to choose? Listen, Jude, we don't need to, you don't need to, well, actually me there. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to make sure you're sending the right message. Right? Forever like, so. until I'm dead, forever until I'm dead, forever that's and ever it. until I'm dead. I promise you. I, I That's one of the most least likable schools ever. The thing about Duke though, is like K uh, from the nineties till probably when he got uh, the guy who went to the bucks, who was in the Wiggins class. Um, he used to be like a tough defense, whippersnappers and scrappy guys. And then he started coaching team USA and now he doesn't, he's not even like the same person. It's crazy to me. Yeah. He's just like, go out there. I have my pro team and he barely doesn't do anything. And he just wastes talent. Like they've had so they've had a, a lot of talent, man. Yeah. And yeah. in the end, you're going to end up losing because those kids that come in with NBA aspirations, if they lose, they don't care. You know, but like someone, even like you had this year with your guy from Iowa, like they're all together and yeah. means something. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't be like that because if, yeah. if I was someone like Zion or Tatum or, you know, anyone um, with real chances to go pro, I wouldn't want to risk any of that. To, sure. um, I think what's going to end up happening is this G League that they're doing and as well as the, um, the thing that Carmelo and K- KD are doing, the overtime league, they're really just going to take – all the real the real talent is just going to go there and it's going to become more like how they do an international soccer where we're identifying the kids early and then they're just going the pro route and i really don't know how um what's the the next decade of college basketball looks like if it even exists yeah that's a great point I mean, college football can stay around because you have to keep the talent there for three years if they didn't have to have the talent they'd be going through the same thing Nice, brilliant, brilliant pause there, guys. I love, yeah. I love, love yeah. the energy from uh, from the group here. Um, so I think naturally we should move on to <laughs> the next topic, which I almost said incorrectly. No, no, it, I I did read this correctly. White boy summer, Keats. Have you heard about white boy summer? I have not, but I would like. You sound like an expert on it, Kyle. So. That's Please just, tell me more about it. That's incredibly. I can see you having a white boy summer, man. You've been running a lot lately. You know, all, you're probably hitting the tanning bed. You've been tanning? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm lacking. See, Paulie's all... natural tan. He's got that Italian blood in him. I don't know he's how he's got. Like, I don't even know, understand how Paulie's naturally tan. He lives in upstate New York. Like, it's that Italian blood, man. It's Italian all that blood, Joe. It's yeah, that Italian all that... blood. No, he's right. But I honestly have heard – I literally know nothing about White Boy Summer. I just know Chet Hanks, right? Did I get that right? I just know Chet yes. Hanks was talking about it. So yep. somebody else more knowledgeable on the White Boy Summer seat keeps you. You judge the book by its cover. I know nothing <laughs> about it. So somebody who has knowledge on it, I feel like Paulie does. Somebody uh, with knowledge, let us yep. know what the White Boy Summer is all about. Paulie, you want it or you want me to grab it? All right, good, good talk, Paulie. Thanks for uh, joining the podcast today. <laughs> what, happened? <laughs> what happened with Paulie? I think Paulie is. Uh, I, 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 Paulie got a head start on White Boy Summer. I guess he's probably. He done must have, man. Paulie's <laughs> got some. Uh... All right, um, so Jordan, you take yeah, it from so, here. We'll get... <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll go with. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with here. So basically, Tom Hanks's kid, who I didn't even know was his. I, I had no idea this was his kid basically went on Instagram and started saying that we're going to proclaim this white boy summer um, instead of hot girl summer, I guess. And white boy summer is, I guess, not like a weird racist thing. He was saying like white boys go out there, make sure you're dressing nice. You're feeling no cargo shorts, no cargo shorts. Right. Yeah. Right. No cargo shorts. Shout out to Jude who we put it, by the way, we put a poll on our, on our Instagram, on our Twitter and Jude was wrong. Uh, cargo shorts are not a good thing. So, no, no. you're wearing anvils. So, basically, he went on there and said, Yeah, you got to go dressing nice. Make sure you're out there in this beautiful weather. Um, I'm trying to have a white boy summer. I'll be down in uh, St. Thomas this summer. So, I'll definitely hey. try to interact that in the there teams, he is. Man, and island teams. Right. Island things. Yes. I'd be island hopping to St. Thomas, my friends. Oh, wow. that's right. 
Wow, don't ever. I think you just insulted somebody with that accent. Yeah, probably. That's, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Chet, Chet Hanks did. He did like the, the Jamaican accents for a while. And I was like, what is this guy doing? Is yeah. that Tom Hanks' son? I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Every year, every year we have this thing where I think people. Shout just out to just, that kid, man. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think people just discover every year who Chet Hanks is. And it's always like a, a rage on Twitter. I feel like it just, it's psych, it's like a cycle at this point. But uh, I always love when he comes out of the woodwork because he's just like, he's just owning himself, right? He's just like, I'm love me and I love who I am. This is who I am. And the people are like, oh, appalled. It's great vibes, like, man. Yeah, he just great vibes and people just pearl clutch because he does the Jamaican accent every now and then. And I yeah. love that. I love that about well, him. Well, I, I think people, that. I think people like, because people are so quick to jump on people for things. And I think when the whole white boy summer hit, like people completely, like you said in the, in the beginning, like people took it the wrong way. And which is, is, is funny to me, but you know, people get mad about everything. So, but no, I, it's, it's just about good vibes, dressing well, you know, talking to ladies, um, everything we try to get Jude to do, but he refuses. Get so, a nice haircut. Every, all that yo, yeah, stuff. of course. Make sure you're smelling good. All that good stuff. It's, it's very simple. It's not nothing, nothing like crazy. It's just feel good, look good and be confident in yourself. And that should be, I mean, definitely, especially with COVID gone, man, yeah. we, we lost last summer, last year, man. So. You got to take oh, advantage yeah. of it, man. I am ready. 2020 taught us, like, how short life is, man. And I, saw somebody, I saw somebody post something where they were like, you know, like, after COVID, it's, like, going to be the new roaring 20s. And I am all about that. I, I You know, I got a, a new lease on life. I got to get out of jail free card. So so life is good right now for me. So I'm ready man. for this. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad you're still ugly. <laughs> Listen, Kyle. Whatever helps you sleep at night. To tell yourself that by melatonin. All means do it, melatonin helps me sleep at night. Which, by the way, if for people who are under the age of, I guess, twenty-seven, you, sleeping gets harder as you get older. I don't understand it. Like you'll be, you'll be tired as fuck. You know what you got to do, Kyle? You got to eat oatmeal. Oatmeal's hey, got hey. plenty of melatonin in it, and it fills you up, and it put give you a nice good night's sleep. Or drink oat milk. All right. Well, you sound like a fucking steel cut oak over there. Why don't you shut the hell up? <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying to get the li- give the listeners some advice on Justin. Back well. me up here. Back me up here. Is that correct? Like the older you get, the harder it is to sleep. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely, especially your sleep any amount of time. I like. I swear to God, I I will I will like get home. I like I work out like a lot during the day, right? I'm like I have I do two a days, like like a insane person, right? And then I work a nine hour job right so then you know by the time night rolls around i'm exhausted i'm tired i'm ready to go to sleep my body is just like no now's the time we think of random shit that makes no sense and then when yep. we wake up in the morning we won't even remember what that was no it no it'll help that kyle melatonin melatonin eating oatmeal and drinking oat milk yeah like i just said before i, I this doesn't even sound right this doesn't it like, does it's true he, it is true it there's is no true. way there's no See? way Kyle, why am I going to lie to you about this? You seem like the type of guy. You, you're like a used car salesman. <laughs> he, he's not telling you to drink gasoline and, and eat, eat like, like paint chips. He's telling you legitimate things. I, I feel like Jordan would tell me that, like that, to, to get me to eat paint chips or something. Like, I, he seems like the guy who would do that. But he didn't tell you to do that. He told you to eat oatmeal. Anyway, let's get back to Keats because yeah. nobody wants to hear from us. They want to hear about <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to hear from you, Jordan. Yeah, well, that's okay. true, too. <laughs> no, that's, the one, that's the one criticism oh. I've gotten from this podcast is you oh, talk way no. too much. Oh, no. wait, what? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was about to go on a rant right now, and we, we kind of should have let it go. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's bring it home. So, Keats, um, obviously you got a lot going on in your personal life. You're busy. Um, you got a lady. So we know that you're, you've moved on from the Twitter world. But would you ever consider a comeback, even, even if it was on, like, a limited basis, not all the time, or are you completely done? Uh, I could see it if the Jets got good. And, like, you know, they have a good chance this year. Um, but you guys keep me enough involved to where I know what's going on. I will say I'm thankful for that. The group chat kind of allowed me to be a part of it as a third party and know what's going on. If the Jets got good again, like a, became a real football team, I probably would be sucked back in. Uh, but as, if they keep sucking like they do, 
I just can I just check out from them real quick. So uh, you so heard it here first. Hopefully, here we first, have a quarterback on we can get back. Yep, it's on the New York Jets. You heard it here first. Breaking news: If the Jets just can figure out how to play the game of football like the rest of the league, <laughs> Keats will return to the timeline. I, I gotta say. That. About Keats, my favorite thing, especially in our group chat, is we'll be talking about something random, like we got Jude or whatever, and Keats will just drop like three YouTube links about like the most <laughs> random shit. <laughs> Every time, dude, it's like it, it's just like a break in the random shit that, that's going on in that group chat. I'll tell you that one. Yeah, like, well, so you got to break up the uh, you know the TED talks to Jude every once in a while. He's like, bro. I would love to but- stop having the TED talks to Jude, but Jude doesn't yeah. fucking listen. Sorry. <laughs> We There's what? Shoot. Was there like 14 of us in there? So I think lot. so now. We got to get SDL well, back. But, there's uh, 14, but then there's Mal, who's like, who comes in randomly every now and then. Like, yeah. We, have, we love yeah. Mal. Mal's in there. Mal's probably out. one of the best looking kids ever, too. Like, Yo, yeah, he's chill out, out, bro. Like, chill out with that. He, like, you're over here. Like, are you showing on the Yo, you got to give the man his props. Yo, he's a straight up model. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is. be on the runway soon, bro. Yeah. See, Keith's got my Oh, yeah. He's a good looking dude, man. Oh my we got to get SDL back. He he got to get an iPhone now, man. He shut the whole group chat down getting an Android. Literally, oh I was getting Oh my God. Dude, that was the worst 24 to 48 hours of my life when we were oh trying to figure God. out what to do. The worst part is like everybody kept like they kept making new chats. And I'm like, yo, chill yeah. out, bro. Like either get him in here or we figure something else out. And they're like, yeah. let's use this other sort form of uh, chat to converse. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is you doing, bro? I'm just. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, I, Jude. Jude found like a, a a broken WhatsApp for us to try and use. Yeah, and I was like, "Why don't we use WhatsApp?" And Jude's like, "Oh, oh goodness, no!" Yeah. Like what? Jude, yeah, never leave it anything up to him, man. <laughs> oh gosh, I think it's time for some big bozo energy, guys. Since well, well, first I wanted to get before we do that, I wanted oh, to get some like final thoughts from Keats. You know, just before. You know, before we end this, I just wanted him to, you know, talk about whatever or just give some final thoughts and then we could, uh, you know, let him go and then uh, hit our, our, our best segment of every episode. Unless Keats wants to be the first ever guest to provide a big bozo energy. Oh, that is a good idea. That is a very I, I can good try idea. to think of one on the fly. If you guys, uh, I'll listen to you guys. If not, I could, I'll, uh, we'll yeah, save you. We'll save the again. best. For we'll last. save you for last. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So Kyle, you want to get us rolling? Yeah, let's let's start it off with our this week's big bozo energy. And I think Paulie just passed it to, passed it to me because he wanted to go on mute for some reason. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I wanted you to start. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling your ball sack, Paulie. Come on, relax. Please, right. please be gentle. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, my big bozo of the week, and this is only it came to me recently, but it's it just unlocked an anger that I didn't know I had in my body. So. This Saturday, I got I went to go get my car, and I, I live in a complex, right? So there's there's parking spots, you know, first come first serve, yada yada yada. And it's seven thirty in the morning. I'm going to the gym, about to get my swole on, right? I saw somebody had just parked diagonal from me, so they like just parked. They parked their car, they got out. I get in my car. I watch them get back in, like like pretending like they forgot something, right? And I'm like, this motherfucker's gonna steal my spot. Like, and, and I don't have a problem with people taking a spot, but it's like, it's different, right? If you're just happen to be pulling in and I happen to be pulling out, but you literally just, just parked your car. You had gotten out of it. Like it, it just, it's a level of pettiness. So I go, I, I start my car. I'm like, you know what? They're going to take it. I drive out and it's what happens. What happened guys? They go ahead. They start their engine. They move their car. Then they go have the audacity to back it in. They backed it in <laughs> while I was watching. Uh, that my big bozo energy of the week is people who take your parking spots. I, I don't know how to word this. It's going to be a really awkward Twitter poll, but people who are that petty that they will just go ahead and just take your spot right as like, right as you got in your car and they get it. They just got out of their car. And you know what? You guys figure out how to word it. I, I don't, I don't get paid enough for that shit. That's our intern's job. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so it's funny because when Kyle told me his big bozo energy, I was like, wow, you know, it is kind of similar to mine, but it's also different. Um, so I have a huge pet peeve, um, when I go to stores and in the parking lot and the people who don't put their shopping carts back. So they're either taking up extra parking spots or the wind blows and the shopping cart hits my Jeep, which it almost did yesterday. And I freaking like drop kicked the, the cart as I ran <laughs> to it. So it didn't hit my Jeep. Cause I would have been, 
I would have hurt somebody. But I, it, there's a special place in hell for the people who who don't put their shopping carts back in that little. I don't know what that thing's called where where all the carts are. The cart, cart home. Corral. Yeah, corral. the cart corral, the cart home, or whatever. Um, I hate you. You are my big bozos for the week. Um, it takes two seconds. They're like every 15 parking spots at somewhere. You can put one in there and not be a bozo. So that's my big bozo energy of the week. Big bozo energy. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, I'm right here. I'm, 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 well, go ahead. Go Kyle. Stop cutting me off, motherfucker. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> Let me segue, okay? <laughs> Let me Paul Bart Mark Balkop this shit. I'm saying oh, over Paul, I couldn't even speak. You heard that? That was embarrassing. <laughs> what is your big bo bo so energy of the week? All right. Well, most people saw uh Lil, was it Lil Nas X who dropped a new pair of shoes. And I guess that has something to do with Satan or, or something like that. It was like a Satan. So it's based on his music video that he just dropped. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. For a very dope song, which is Montero, regardless of what anybody says, but the song is fire. Okay. Yeah, you, so, guys, you guys um, know more than me. Go. Oh well, I mean, it's, it's your big butt. You you want to you just being lazy. I just I, I, I didn't I didn't honestly I didn't know the background of it. Audit it off. You're offloading it all over. Like you're just offloading your work to somebody else. You, I'm not, I'm not an American. I, listen, I, I honestly I don't care about the background of it because honestly, it's it's about a pair of shoes that are to somebody with Satan and certain draft prospects had to open his mouth and say that he was offended by it, which was, listen, you're that's why free. he's not QB one anymore, guys. That's right. You're, you're, listen, you're free to think however you want, but don't sit there and try and cancel a pair of shoes. Y'all like it's shoes. Like just don't buy them. Like, what are you, are you going to boycott these shoes? Like most of the people, and the most of the people who are outraged by it, well, they're limited. They're limited, so and they're like a thousand dollars. So I don't know how oh. who's really going to buy them. Oh, right, exactly. Okay, so that's, that's we're gonna even... see Jude to chat with a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sneakers made Jude uncomfortable, guys. Yeah. So that like that's kind of my big bozo energy of the week is you people who are offended by a pair of shoes, like don't be offended by a pair of shoes because they're a pair of shoes that you will never ever see, and apparently they're a thousand dollars, which Paulie just informed me, which None of y'all are going to spend on it. So it is what it is. Let it go. Because you're honestly, you're not going to even remember it. Remember this thing next week. So that's yeah, when they find right. whatever else to be mad at in a week. So exactly. <laughs> so Keats, did you come up with one or? I did. Yes. Yeah. So uh, oh, my big bozo energy of the week would be uh, when, you know, you're trying to develop a network. And so you're going to have a meeting and you have this meeting, but uh, there's somebody in your group that decides, Hey man, I'm actually going to rather watch this basketball game, but make sure everyone knows they're doing a great job. Oh my and, God. You know, instead of joining said meeting, you decide to bet a triple double that someone on a game I'm watching is going to have it. So my big bozo energy of the week is not attending meetings to help boost a network you're trying to grow. And you know, absolutely. That love is that. a good one. Love yeah. that. So Thank much. you. That is, that is great. That is so freaking good. So glad we, we had that uh, because that that's just, you know, just, that's just, yeah, that really grinds my gears. So, I mean, that one may win. And if it does, then I don't know if we might have some more background information on that. Maybe we will. I'm, uh, I'm voting for it. But, but, I might vote. I might, vote I might have too. to vote for it, too. But I'm, I'm very glad that, that Keats brought that up uh, and, and, and chose to use that as his big bozo energy. Me, too. I run into that a lot in my work, man. I'm trying to yeah. grow this company I'm in and. I end up with somebody just kind of not really being all in, but just kind of about the clout. And I'm like, hey, man, we're all in this. <laughs> we're all in this together. I love it. Keats, I love uh, it. this was a blast. Um, we may have to do it again sometime, maybe when the Jets are good. And Anytime, and, man. Just let me yeah, know. Yeah, man. Absolute blast. Um, you know, a lot of people are looking forward to this um, since we announced it. So uh, happy that we can make it happen. I appreciate uh, you guys having me on. You know, I'm a big supporter of your guys. Uh, you know, I try to li I listen every week. You know, this is awesome. You guys are 
uh, just doing a great job and keep it up. And thank you so much for uh, having me on and just uh, kind of talk with you guys for, you know, this podcast. I appreciate it. I can't wait to listen. Thank you so much, Keats. Thank Again, you. Love you're you, the man. Love appreciate you, man. it. Talk to you guys later. All right. Yep. Bye.